Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about the avoda of sleep. What does sleep really mean to us? Why do we have sleep? It's um, We spend two-thirds of our lives sleeping. And it would seem the Rebbein could have created a more efficient being. We could have been created in a way that we didn't have to waste, spend so much of our time not engaged in, produ- in productivity. So what, where does sleep really, what role does sleep play in our Vodas Hashem? Why specifically this week? I mean, it's not the first time the Torah has discussed sleep. We find by uh, Adam and Rishon that Nafalal of Tardemo, we find by Avram Avinu, by the Brisbane of Sarim. He also falls into a deep sleep, into some sort of a comatose state called Tardema, and incredible things happen to both of them in those, in those states. And yet, in Parshas here, in this Parsha, what we do have that's original is that the Pasuk says, Yaakov lies down to sleep. He lies down to go to sleep. Seemingly, that's a significant portion of, or significant part of the Matthias, and even of the of the reality of what Yaakov Avinu is coming to teach in this particular area. But even more than just the idea that Yaakov Avinu is going to sleep, is the Chazal tell us that <clears throat> he's escaping from 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 Beersheba and going to Haran. Right. So Yaakov Avinu first went to Yeshiva Shem Vever, and the Medrash says that Yaakov Avinu in Yeshiva Shem Vever for fourteen years never lay down to sleep, never lay down to sleep. So <clears throat> all of a sudden now he's going on his way to Khar. Now he's gone. Now he's now he's taking it easy. He's chilling out. Like what what happened? Like either why all of a sudden? Well, after all that time, now Yaakov is lying down. To now he should go to sleep. Now he should go to sleep. Chaim Shalavitz asked a further kasha like this. Chaim Shalavitz asked the Gemara tells us that if a person makes a shvur, a person makes a netter, and he says, "I'm not going to sleep for three," makes a shvur that he's not going to sleep for three days. You give him malchus automatically. Because Gemara says a person can't go three days without with no sleep at all. A person would die. A person would, so what does it mean that he was in Yeshiva Shemvaver for 14 years and he never went to sleep? So perhaps you could say you know, to, to sort of understand the Medrash, what the Medrash is saying, it could be that it means all just all the difference between what happened to Yaakov and Avinu and Yeshiva Shemvaver versus the contrast to what's going on over here. Where Rashi says that 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 this is the first time Bayal and Shem Yaakov lies down, right? The re, the difference is that in um, in Yeshiva Shem Ve'Eber Yaakov never laid down to go to sleep. It could be that he was sitting in his chair and learning, and Chatfasashina, you know, that sleep overcame him. It could be that he was overcome by sleep. But the point is that he never laid down to go to sleep. There was never a deliberate uh, said person. Getting into um, into sleep mode, so to speak, right? That's a, that that's the difference. But okay, so then then why? You know, it's why before was there was there no sleep mode, and now there is a sleep mode. Like, what's the what's the what's the mila of um, of what he's doing that he that he ne- that he never lay down to sleep, and that now he is lying down to sleep. What what's the what's the um, what, what what are we supposed to learn from that? One more nakuda. Uh, um, well, two two more things. The Gemara says like this: There's a there's a passage that says, "In lebrisi yamam belayla, chukay shemayim baris leisamti." Right? The lebrisi yamam belayla, if not from a covenant with the day and the night, right? If meaning the Chazal, the drush is the words means to literally mean without. In lebrisi yamam belayla, if not from my bris, if not from my covenant with 
with the, with Bnei so which means which we, which means the Torah. There wouldn't be a heaven and earth. But means if you're not engaged in Torah study day and night, not only by day, but day and night. And the Gemara said that the Raman brings in a, in, a, in the Raman brings a Maimar Chazal like Ivra Sierra Ella Ella the Talmuda, right? The person Ella the I forget the exact language that they uses, but but it, but basically it says that the nighttime is specifically geared for learning. You're supposed to learn at night. So it would seem that there's this emphasis specifically on nighttime as a time of learning. Why is what's the what's the emphasis of nighttime as a time of learning, or is it a time I'm supposed to sleep? And really, and really, the the Gemara, the, the 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 Gemara is critical of somebody who wastes his time sleeping and not learning, sleeping and not learning, sleeping and not. But they're two different worlds. One learning is if you have kayak, so you stay up and you learn. If you don't have kayak, so then you go to sleep. I mean, why is it a steer? Why, why are those two things in contrast to one another? There's no, there's no, there's no element of zel so to speak, of sleeping versus learning. In other words, one's a spiritual engagement. You're supposed to be engaged as much as you can in learning. And the other is that you physically have physical needs that you're simply not able to continue functioning. So, okay, so you can't continue functioning. You're not going to, you're going to stop functioning. The sulam that Yaakov Avinu sees in his chavayim, that it's mutavarta umalachim oilim v'yornibay. So the shaila is, the mal, what's, what's going on? The malachim are going up to the shamayim and coming back down again. Why dafka on a sulam? Why dafka a ladder? Why? And oilim v'yornibay, Chazal say, means dafka and Yaakov Avinu controls the aliyah and the yurida of the malachim. In some places, in, in some sparm, it says that the sulam refers to the neshama of Adam, that Adam is kaveya, Adam makes it, whether or not a person, whether or not the world functions with greater spirituality or lesser spirituality, is completely dependent on Bnei Adam, dependent on our actions. The way I explain this when we're learning Nefeshachayim, I explain this idea is that it's kiel, it's kaviyachol, the person has his hand on the, on, on, the, on the faucet. It's like, we open up that pipeline and we close that pipeline. What, what we do opens up how much ruchnias there is in the Bria and how little ruchnias. The more ruchnias is there in Bria, the way it works is the ruchnias flows down through the different olamas, through the different levels of spiritual existence, and it enlivens and gives kayach to the malachim who are on all those different madrigas. So we with our nishmas adam, which is what the sulam is supposed to represent, is Mala and Mairid Malachim. Makes Malachim go up and down. It raises and changes their stature. Why a Sulam? There are multiple different ways that a person can go up, ascend from a lower place to a higher place. You can use a ramp. You can use steps. You can use a ladder. Why, why Dafka a ladder? What's the, what's, the, what's, the special, what's the special idea of a ladder more than anything else? Um, uh, okay. Um, the the Medrash says that Yaakov Avinu took. I mean, the pasuk tells us that Yaakov Avinu took a, took stones, right? He went, when Yaakov Avinu lay down, right? So he says that Yaakov Avinu took stones. He put them around his head, right? It says, "Who he lay down in that place?" So the Medrash says that those stones. Spread out under him like a bed. Right? They, they became, and from that bed, 
was Yatza came all the tzaddikim and tzikonias from future gen- for future generations. The whole concept of righteous people, people who are able to make a change in the Bria, all came out from that lying down of Yaakov in that bed. So the, so the stones, did they become soft like a pillow for him, that they protected his head, or did they become like a bed which he was lying on? Like, what's the union of those? So what exactly was the role of those stones in, in the world? So to understand this, we have to really um, examine the first question that we really asked is what, what, what the purpose of Shina? What's the purpose of sleep? So Rabbi Tzadok HaKayim writes that Shina, the, the concept of sleep, the concept of Baruch Hu created sleep is that he created, it's Kaviachal, the Rosham put into the Bria a reset button, a, the possibility of re- resetting your whole reality. Meaning you go to sleep, and now, wherever you were up to yesterday, you can start over again today. You go to sleep, you erase the union of Mechadesh B'chol Yom Tamid, right? Tshuva B'chol Yom Tamid, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Mechadesh HaKadosh Baruch reinvigorates the concept of tshuva, the possibility of, of restarting, of falling down and picking oneself up again and being able to raise yourself back up to a new madriga, not to have to deal with what happened yesterday, that is nishadish in the Bria through the concept of sleep. Sleep is the possibility of putting a pause, meaning when something's in action, when something's moving, right? You know, that this, that if an object is in motion and will continue to be in motion until something greater force stops it and it doesn't allow it to continue, right? So, so when we're engaged in life, we're moving forward on the track, whatever track we're on, whatever trajectory we're on, wherever space we're in, we're going to stay, the, the natural course of things, we're going to stay on that trajectory, we're going to stay on that path, no matter what happens. Come sleep, and what does it do? It's like a, a force, it stops it. Stop, reset. You get to start over again. Every day, the Indian of sleep is how the, is the process, is the mechanics of how chua functions in the Bria. Now, that's all well and good, but there's a problem. There's a problem. The problem is that works if I'm going downhill or if I'm going, if I'm not doing the right thing. What happens if my trajectory is the correct path? If that's the way I want to be traveling. I'm doing exactly what I wanted to be doing. And now comes sleep, boom, stop, and now what? Reset. Go back to the beginning again. How do you ever accomplish anything? How do you ever get anywhere? How do you ever make anything of yourself? If every single time you get started, boom, you have to stop. It's over. Okay. Every day, Akash Baruch resets the Bria. Wonderful for somebody who has to do Tshuva, but not so great for somebody who's doing the right thing. So how do we, in the context of the person who has to, needs a reset in life, I understand this, this idea of sleeping. But for a person who doesn't need a reset in his life, a person who's doing the right thing, how does it work then? So there's a fascinating insight into a pasuk from, excuse me, from the um, um,
right? You know, if a person is is engaged, for instance, in in Dishon Amizbeach and working in the Beis Hamikdash, right? So there's halacha that if you're in the middle of 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 working on Kach and Mizbeach and you work the whole night through, comes the next morning, a kain that comes on comes into something the next morning, he has to. Someone's calling here, so somebody is calling somebody. Somebody's working the whole night through. He comes the next morning. He has to do kiddush yadayim. Kiddush yadayim v'ragayim over again. He has to wash his hands. Like a kain every day has to wash his hands in the beisamikdash. But he comes a whole night. He went the whole night and doing his avoda. The next morning, regardless, or even if he was engaged in it the whole time, the night creates a hafkog. The night, the night separates it. The night stops him. He's frozen, so to speak. He's not able to continue. So, so that that's a problem. In other words, if I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm in the middle of something positive. And it's interrupting me there. How does that make sense? How, what are we supposed to do with that? So there's an idea from which he said more as a drush, but it, but Lamaise is it's a it's very close to Pashib Shat in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, a person in his glory. Bal Yolin, if he's not able to hold on to it when he lies down, he's just like a behemoth. He's simply a behemoth. What Simcha Bunim is saying is like this. It's true that the night is a reset. But the night is only a reset in as much as I don't hold on to the madrega that I was holding on. Let's take our muscle of the of the flying ball, and uh, we'll bring another muscle to explain this idea as well. But but let's take of the of the ball that's moving, the, the object that's in motion, right? If that object's in motion, and something stands up and blocks it, and stops it from moving, and then you remove that blockage, what happens now? So if that ball, if that object has its own internal motor, it has its own internal engine, right? You ever see those kids that they have those those like wind-up cars, right? They, they they get the gears to wind up. So basically, essentially, that's what you're doing is you're storing energy and then you release it, right? What happens when it hits a, when it hits an, of somebody's foot? So it, it runs up against the foot and then like the wheels spin and it doesn't go anywhere. You move your foot away and what happens? It continues right on. Adam Bikar Balyolin, Adam Bikar, when a person reaches a, a, a level of a status, has a certain status, he has a certain chashivas, he has a certain uh, uh, things that he's done that have accomplished something. Balyolin, but when he lies down, he can't hold on to it. Then everything that he did was just a mice kaif, it's just a monkey, he's just, doing, he's just going through the actions. What he's saying is like this. If a person doesn't have his own internal drive, you don't have your own internal energy, you don't have your, something that's driving you forward, so that when you hit that object that we call night, you hit that reset point that we call night, if you have your own internal kayak, so now you're not stopped there, and now I have to start over again. If you have your own internal drive, you pick up from right where, where that car hit that foot, it keeps on going. It keeps moving. It keeps it, it continues because it has its own internal energy. Think of it like this. 
if you take if you take a a, a, a baguette, a, a piece of clothing, right, and it has certain colors to it and certain decorations on it that are sewed onto it or the things that are splattered on it, right? You go uh, get into a, you get what they, they call them like a paint run, you know what? When people, they throw like uh, paintballs at you while you're, as you're running through. So when you go wash your clothes to clean them off from the paint run, right? So anything that's not intrinsic to the cloth itself, depending again on what level of detergent you use, what level of reset you use in terms of that, the things that are on top of it that are not actually a part of the baguette, that are not actually a part of the fiber or the uh, fibers of the fabric, those all start coming off. They start peeling off in layers. Do some of them make a deeper impression and they're harder to get off? Sometimes you can just use hot water and sometimes you have to use detergent and sometimes you have to use bleach, right? But eventually anything that's not actually part of the fiber itself is going to come off. It's going to bleed away. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to get cleaned off. It's not going to be a part of what that baguette is. A person, if a person does mycin type, a person has a, has a bucket load of mycin type, but they had no impact on the person himself. They haven't changed the person in any way. They haven't affected him. They're simply, I don't want to say, but they're social mores. They're the way you behave. You know that you're supposed to do this. So you do it. Okay, fine. You go ahead. Does it, did it change you? Did you become a different person? Did you become a better person because of what it is that you accomplished because of what was done? Or were you simply going through the motions and they weren't really a part of you? That's what Simple Bundy is saying. If a person reaches a stature, a level of stature, but when he goes to sleep, it doesn't stay with him? You're just going through. You're just going through the actions. You just you're you you have a herd mentality. You know that these are the things you're supposed to do, so you do them. Okay, wonderful. But they didn't become a part of you. They didn't transform you. They didn't transform your neshama. The idea of sleep is yes, it's a reset button, but it's only a reset button in as much as I need a reset. It's possible that a person can come to a point where this is who I am. So I don't need a reset. I just need to re-energize. I just need to restock so that I can keep going from where I stopped. I can still continue to build on that. That's the, that's the, that's the really the, 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 the whole idea of what a, what a person has to take stock of what his neshama is. That's Be'etzim. That's the idea of what the others instilled into us. Think about this very carefully. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov are two, three different tafkidim. Yaakov's tafkid is the tafkid of understanding how sleep functions in the Bria. What that means is like this. Avram Avinu is, starts off as a, as a Baal, as a Baal of Zara, and he becomes a Maimon in the Rebbein right? So Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu starts the process, he goes from zero, he starts with no energy, and he, he introduces into the world the concept of being energized or of being seeking the Rebbein of finding a way to connect to the Rebbein But once he gets started, he's on that path. He's, he goes from nothing to something. He goes, starts from no energy. He starts from a place where, it's, where, the, where the path is, so to speak, cold, where the path is empty, to the path being full. Yitzchak comes into the Bria and he takes Avram Avinu's, he takes Avram Avinu's midas ha-chesed, Avram Avinu's reaching out, and he adds into it gvura, 
which is he purifies that chesed. And Yitzchak, what is Yitzchak? Yitzchak is a carbon, he's, he's an Ola Tmim Hashem. Yitzchak is Kula Hashem. His whole existence is only the Rebbe Hashem. There's nothing, there are no distractions. He's cool. He never leaves Eretz Yisrael. He's, 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 he's totally dedicated to the Rebbe Hashem. His whole being, we spoke a little, a little bit about this idea last week, in the, in he's he redigs the wells that Avram Avinu dug, meaning he remakes those connections. The Gvura requires he has to fight against the world to bring into existence to bring out the reality of total kedusha of the Rebbe That's the Yitzchak is fully engaged with the Rebbe his entire life. Yaakov Avinu is the midah of being able to go and have distractions, so to speak, from the goal, and yet the goal still remains intact. Yaakov Avinu goes first to Yeshiva Shem Ve'ever. He dedicates himself for 14 years. He's learning all the time. He's consumed. There's no break. There's no, there's no, there's no hafsaka. And now he's going to Haran. What's he going to go do? He's going to go tend sheep. He's going to go away. He's going to go out of Eretz Yisrael. And then he's going to come back to Eretz Yisrael. He's going to go out of Eretz Yisrael again. And eventually he's going to come back to Eretz Yisrael either for the Kura or whatever, Yaakov Avinu but eventually he's going to come back. But Yaakov you know, introduces a whole new concept of connecting to Yerushalayim. It's connecting to Yerushalayim in stops and starts. There's a, there's a, that, there's a, there's a bridge, so to speak, between where Yaakov you know, where, where Yaakov Avinu's you know, starts, and then it stops, and then it goes, starts up again. Yaakov you know, is not a pure connection in the same way. The finish is Yaakov you know, is, is, is different. Yaakov Avinu has to maintain a connection despite everything else that's going on. It's, it's not a pure connection like Avraham Avinu starts from nothing and makes the connection. Yitzchak is complete, total connection with Yerusha. Yaakov Avinu is connection, break, connection, break, connection, that despite the fact that there's a break, HaKadosh Baruch is still with him. Listen carefully to the brachos HaKadosh Baruch that gives to Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov, first he says, first when, when, when Yaakov Avinu has his chaloim, so he says, Ani Hashem elokei Avram, avicham elokei Yitzchak, ha'aretz ha'shayat ha'shachay v'alecha, et neno lazarecha. I'm going to give you Eretz Yisrael, the same bracha as Avram Avinu. I'm going to give you the, the bracha that you're going to spread out all over the world, the same bracha as Avram Avinu. And you'll have bracha. It's Avram Avinu. Bracha. Shefa. Increasing. Always, always in connect. Always connected. Now comes Yaakov Avinu's special bracha. Here's what Akash Bracha says to Avram to Yaakov, different than what he ever said to Avram and Yitzchak. Akash Bracha says, I'm going to guard you wherever you go. Not only in Israel, wherever you go, and you're going to come back. You're going to go, you're going to have a break, you're going to have Hapsaka, you're going to be outside of Eretz Yisrael, you're going to be separated. You're going to come back to this land. I'll never abandon you. You, despite the break, despite the sleep, despite going to sleep, despite not being in a process of actually moving forward, but the energy is never going away. Remaining together with Yaakov Avinu. That's the Russian that Chazal say. The Yaakov Avinu is, is paida as, as Yaakov is paida as Avram. Yaakov Avinu brings out the bracha of Avram Avinu. The bracha of Avram Avinu is there, but Yaakov Avinu is ushmarticha b'cholat asher telek. Yaakov Avinu is, right, that his, his, his avayda is never uh, completely uh, unseparated. His, uh, his avayda has an aspect of it, 
right? That is that requires a, requires a certain um, a certain hafsaka or or break from what from what it was before. If you look carefully, if you look carefully, you find this you find this lashon, you find this idea in the in the first pasuk in Berkus Kohanim. Right, it's, it's exactly what it says over there. It says, it says, Yavarechacha Hashem Yishmarecha. Three words. Yavarechacha. First is Bracha. Bracha, that's Avram Avinu. Bracha. You'll be Bracha. Bracha is to go from nothing to become something, is to be marbe, is to increase from nothingness into something. The whole, the whole, the whole concept of Bracha is Ribui Shefa, adding on to what there was, something that wasn't there before. That's what Bracha is. That's Avram. That's Yavarechacha. Hashem, that's 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 cleaving directly to the Rosham. That's Yitzvah. It's a Vishmarecha. There's a sh- there's a shmira that's required. There's a guarding. There's a possibility of the, the growth process is not continuing. It freezes up. Now listen carefully to what's happening in the Chalim. Listen carefully to, the, to, what, to what's going on in the Chalim of 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 of, uh, of Yaakov. We ask, what's the pshat? That the malachim are oilim v'yardim on a sulam. They go up and down on a ladder. So we said, I mentioned to you that there are three ways a person can go up. Right? We find, we find, <coughs> we find in in, in Parshas Yisroel, you can't go up on steps onto the mizbeach because steps require going up, but with a hafsaka, with a break. You have to jump. So you have to take a little jump up onto the step. That little jump indicates. That there's that there's a break somehow between one step and the next, between what's on this step and what's on the next step, I have to jump up. The, the, the way you go up to the Mizbeach is on a ramp, right? It's on a kevish. You have to on a kevish. You go up, you go up on a complete on a madron, on a on an aliyah that's that's uninterrupted. It's a pure flow of just straight up, no breaks. There's another way you can go up. You go up by going up steps with little breaks. Or you can go up, you go up a sulam, you go up a ladder. What is a ladder? A ladder, you get on one rung, stop, go up to the next rung, stop. Next, it's it's a complete break between, it's complete hafsaka between one and the others. It's like this. The, the Rishonim, the, the Nefesh Achayim brings down around, uh, I think it's around in Sharalf, around Perak Yudalif. The Nefesh Achayim brings down the Machlokas HaRishonim, it's Machlokas Ramban and Ibn Ezra, who's greater? Who's greater? Is Israel greater or are the Malachim greater? So it, it really, it's an unfair question. It's the questions unanswerable. Each one of them has milas that the other one has no shaykhs to. A Malach is pure Kedusha. He's pure Ruchnius. He's totally engaged in the mission to the Rebunisham. As On the other hand, right, the, 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 they say Adam is a Mahalech. Adam has a possibility. A Malach is whatever he is. He holds, he's on whatever Madrega he's on, and he never changes from that. That's he never he never moves up or down. But an uh, but an Adam, right? They, it's called it's the, the, the they quote usually the the uh, the Navua of Zechariah. He says, You are a Mahalich, you're a walker amongst those who are standing still. Why do Malachim stand still? Why do we stand on Yom Kippur? Because it's brought down the Malachim don't have a knee. They don't have they don't have a possibility of bending the leg. What is it? What's the idea of not being able to bend the leg? Right. In order to climb up a step, what do you have to do? You have to bend your feet. You have to be able to. You have to be able to change. You have to climb to a higher madriga to lift yourself up to a higher madriga. You have to climb. A malach is only shy to 
being on a trajectory or a certain trajectory, he can never change that trajectory. He can't make it higher or lower. He can't, he can't, he can't deviate from what it is. Whatever his trajectory is, that's what a malach is, is locked into. That's what a malach is. Now, malachim are pure kedusha. Adam is not pure kedusha. A person is not shaykh to not having any avers. It's not shaykh that a person can be kol kula. A person should be completely absorbed as a as a, as an oivan Hashem in every moment of his being. Very very rare. There are very few people who are kol kula. The whole their whole mitzias is mustered to the Hashem. You don't you don't have that. But a malach has that. A mal, that that that's a mal that a malach has. The malach that doesn't it. He has no space between that. But the idea is like this. The malachim, although it says that they are it's only as long as they're that they are their kayach stems from, their kayach comes from the fact that they're engaged in the Avodah Hashem. It says the malachim are not shaykh to sleep. Malachim can't sleep, Right? So on the Bipshuta, that means that's an unbelievable thing. That means they're 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 constantly involved in Avodas Hashem. But the reality, what it means, a malach can't sleep. It means a malach. If a malach goes to sleep, you don't have a sim. He ceases to exist. If a malach's not engaged fully, the malach is the messenger. The malach is the message. He is that's his whole mitzvah. Is his mission is what he set out to do. If he's not the moment he's not doing it, a malach who's supposed to say shira and he's not saying shira, what happens to him? The Gemara in Chagia says he explodes, he t- disappears, he t- just, psht, he's gone, he's finished. The whole I- essence of what a mouth is, what, about, what it means to have no me, it means you don't have the possibility of making a little break and a jump to another level. You can't do that. You are not able to hold over that kayak. That, that idea of holding on to Koyach and moving to, an, to another Madriga. Malachim are not shaykh to that. That's Dafka. That's Dafka what a person has to do. A person is Bapayal. He's not, he's not, he's not. So, oil in the yard in Bay, they're going up and down the ladder by in, in, in Yitzchak. That means the concept of Sulam, which is what Yaakov Avinu's Avaida is. Yaakov Avinu's Avaida is to hold on even when there's a break, even when there's, when there's seemingly something that's not allowing you to move forward, to hold on to Madriga and then to climb up yet another step, that's Dafka in Yaakov. You know, the neshama of Yaakov is what makes is what enables that. The reality of that of that connection is only Shaykh to Dafka to a to a Yaakov Avinu. So that's the um that's the shot. Like if Lilya Ella the night is only there for learning. That what does that mean? That means that the night, the learning that you have. When a person goes to sleep, he can't do any mitzvahs. There's no, there, there are no mitzvahs when a person goes to sleep. The only mitzvah that you have, that you maintain, even in your sleep, is the Talmud Torah that's a part of you. That which is a part of your brain, your maizim, right? Most of our mitzvahs are, are mitzvahs that are, are maizim that we do. The Torah that you learned, the, the element, your connection to the Rebbe that comes through that at that level, that's there even when you sleep. The night's only created for learning. That means the night, the learning is what holds you over through the night. Night always represents a pos- the possibility of not being able to see the Rebbeinu right? In, in, in the daytime, it's MS, we see HaKadosh Baruch clearly in front of us. We know exactly where we're going. 
At nighttime, it's MS Ve'amuna. We, we, we understand that the Rebbe is there, we, but we've, we've hit a pause. It's like it's dark. We're working off our memory. We're working off the, the, in the, the flash of lightning that, that exposes the pathways where we need to go. But we're not, we don't have that Matthias in front of us. We don't have that, that whole idea that's, in front, that, that, that's open to us. That's the idea that, you know, the, the, there's, a, there's a Chazal that says that if you have the Shivrei Luchos put in the R and Y, to tell you that even Satam Chacham who forgot his learning, you still have to be Machabed him, right? Because it's part, it's it's ingrained into his essence. If you see a person who's a Baal Chesed, right? You see a person who's a Baal Chesed, he goes out and he does something not so nice. I don't know. He, you see him reading something, looking at something you shouldn't be looking at, reading something. It, it's not a steerum. You can be a Baal Chesed and you can also be a, and you can have tithes for certain other things and it doesn't bother you. You have a t- somebody who's a Tamil Chacham, somebody who's a Ben Torah, somebody who's, who's, who's Matthias is supposed to be engaged in Torah. He goes ahead and he does something else. That's a steer to that being. That's a contradiction to who he is. You can't, you can't be this and that at the same time. Again, Adam, Adam, Bikar, Bal Yolen, If it doesn't change you, if it doesn't impact you, if it doesn't transform you into something else, then then it's nothing. But Torah can't be that way. Torah has to be a fully a part of, of, of what he is. That's the pshat. When you come wake up in the morning, you have to wash your hands, right? What do you do? Why, why are you washing? What, what, what does the Yadayim represent? It means the Maisa Yadayim, the things that I do with my hands, the mitzvahs that I do with my hands, when I was sleeping, they was, it was absent. Their connection to Kedusha was absent. So the tumor stays with those hands that were that lost their connection to kedusha. So you have to wash your hands, but you you don't have to wash your mind. Your, your the mind is still there; it's still connected to the Torah, regardless of what happened. A person in, is engaged; it's, in, it's a whole different thing. Yaakov Avinu was masaking tefilas arvis. What's special? What's unique about tefilas arvis? It says by Shachris, right? By Shachris, it says that we have we're, we're masmich the, the parsha of geula letfila. Right, we say Gal Yisrael right before we start Shema Yisrael. At nighttime, you're also supposed to be masmich u'ulatfila. But, but there's a, the brachos of Kriyashma, a mafsik in between. They separate, right? And the Gemara says that since Chazal were masakin that the extra bracha around the Kriyashma, Kriyashma is a, is a hemshach of the concept of Gula. But since the since the 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 the, the um, Chazal were masakin that that's Birkas Kriyashma. Right, that, that, so it's considered like geula arichta. What's the geula arichta? What's the extended geula of Mayrev? What's the bracha that shows that? That shows that. Hashkivenu Hashem Elkenu. Right, Ushmarit Seisenu. You should guard us. It's a shmira. What is shmira? What's Yaakovin? Yaakovin is Yirachah Hashem veYishmerachah. What is shmira mean? Shmira means maintaining your madrega of where you are, even when you're not actually growing, when you're not moving on, not falling back, making sure that it's a bridge to everything that you were before. Yaakovinu goes through. It says that Yaakovinu took the, his his mishpacha and put the meaver lanari. Acted as a bridge. The idea of he's acting as a bridge means, in a, a, on a ruchniyistic sense as well, means you, that even when there's a gap, even when there's a place where you can't live, where you don't have chiyus, there's a bridge to the reality to what to what to what's really supposed to be. The bracha of Yaakov Avinu is that even when he's when he's not actually learning, when he's engaging in his avodah with a hefsek, 
a person in their lifetime goes through different stages. First, you start learning. You increase your mar b'shefa. And then you have a stage in life, which is, which is kula l'ashem. It's yivarecha Hashem. It's kula like Yitzchak. It's, a, it's uninterrupted. There's nothing else. There are no distractions. But then life hits you. And life has distractions. Parnasa, mishpacha, other things. There has to be that Yaakov you know, is, is engaged in the Yishmarecha. Vayishkav Yaakov Amokmahu Yaakov lies down. It's not just not just not just the pshat vayolin shaman. He lay down to go to sleep. Yaakov is engaged proactively in the stage of life of where there are interruptions. They don't they don't just happen. He makes them happen, and he tra- they transform that reality to something else. That's a it's a whole different uh, it's a whole different. Um, um, a whole different, a whole different reality. That, that part of the avoda of what it means to be a yid is that sometimes you can't function without a hefsek. It can't be pure only this thing. For some people, they get to have a lifetime of kula. They're only kula Hashem. They're only in the dalamas of halakha for their whole lives. But for most people, there's a hefsek. But the, within that hefsek, you have to remain connected. You need that bridge. Yaakovinu, and the same idea with the same ideas with Gaulus. Yaakovinu goes out of Eretz Yisrael and comes back to Eretz Yisrael. There's a hefsek. There's a break in the Gilish Dina, and there's there's a break in how a person comes when, when when a person comes back. But the the ikra avoda is that you have to even when there are breaks, even when there is a hafsaka, right? The 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 reality is that you can still remain connected to Hakadosh Baruch Think about it like this. The the makom of the akeda. Where did that take place? The makom of akeda Yitzchak took place took place on Harsina on Haramoria. The first that was the first avoda that was done in the makom of Mikdash was to take Yitzchak and Yat, which was engaged both Yaakov and Avram and Yitzchak was to engage fully in their Shalom. The Yevarech Hashem. Everything was there. What's the next thing that happens on Haramoria? Right. What's the next thing that happens on Haramoria? It says, right? It says, spelled backwards is Aaron. Yaakovin was lying on the makam of the Kodesh Kadashim, on the makam where the Aaron Kodesh was supposed to be. And he's lying down. He's sleeping. He's resetting. But it's in a, but Yaakovin's reset. Is in in the sense of Aishka Bamakamu remains connected to Mershom. Kiloi Azavcha Adashem Kulai connected even when there's a break, because Adam is Shaykh, a person is possible for a human being to make that hafsaka, to have those breaks, and yet to remain connected to Mershom. That's our avoida. Our avoida is that yes, the night Nitna Sierra El Girsa. The moon was only created to create light so you could learn at night. But yet a person has to sleep, but the sleeping has, is with the purpose of continuing that process. It's a, it's a rejuvenation to continue that you maintain the energy that's within you and you continue to grow and continue to develop. Okay, very good. Okay. Have a good Thank chance. you.